0: Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to Making Sales Social Live, where today we're gonna talk about five LinkedIn statistics that every salesperson, every sales professional needs to know. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as
1: we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bill McCormick, Bren Tillman, and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show.
0: And, and these are important because statistics mean, thing, mean things. And, and so the first one that we're going to start off with is the total number of LinkedIn users. So I don't know about you guys, and, and you have both been, been teaching LinkedIn longer than I have, but when I started, I think it was right around 500 million. They had just crossed the 500 million mark. And that was like 2014, 2015. Yeah, I you yep. know.
2: I'd love to go back because I've been on this for a stupid long time. And I don't even know <laughs> if it had hit 10 million by the time I joined. So, but Bob, you know what number you are. What of uh, member, do you remember?
1: I was the 74,899th person to join LinkedIn.
0: And when was that? that was
1: december of 2003 right Clinton Okay. Started in july of
0: 2003
2: yeah. may uh, my, may 5th i know that cuz it's my wedding anniversary may
0: that's right yeah may oh. so now right now for for the figures ending 2021 they're at just over a quarter of a billion 756 million users which is a quarter of a billion and yep. so that no, is quarters, amazing. Quarters, three quarters, three quarters. I say a quarter, yeah. I, yeah. you know, it's Monday. It's Monday yeah. and I'm not good at math. So, but, but that's a lot of users. That's a lot of people that are using LinkedIn. Right. Well, I was going to ask you. So why is that important?
2: Yeah. Well, I'll just start quickly. Why I think this is important is For all of you folks that are saying, I don't need to be on LinkedIn. Well, anyone watching this knows they need to be on LinkedIn. If you're listening on podcasts, you may be saying, well, you know, why LinkedIn? Or maybe it's not for me. But with that many professionals on LinkedIn, your buyers are here, whether you believe it or not.
1: And they're also flocking in droves as well, because I'm because I'm looking at the progression chart right now that gets to 756 million. Ten years ago, it was 174 million. Five years ago, it was 490 million. So when I say flocking, it's literally mm-hmm. flocking, and I think that you know because of the current uh, situation that we're in and everything people are looking to make more connections and because of you know mm-hmm. whether you're not in restrictions or not people are using online even now more Way than more. ever to make those business connections so you got to be here you got to be mm-hmm. on LinkedIn
0: yeah yeah and and that's you know this is normal we're we're not going to go back to 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 yep. normal uh, you know, McKinsey over the over the spring and into the summer actually came out with a report. Somewhere around seventy-five to eighty percent of the companies that they surveyed, surveyed said that they want first meetings with sales reps to be virtual. They don't want to worry about logging someone in and taking someone's temperature and mask or no mask or all of that. And plus, we know a lot of companies are staying hybrid. So, virtual is this virtual environment, this video environment. This is going to be the new normal work more moving forward. So you need to have ways to connect with your clients. LinkedIn is, now we know, a 756 million person networking room that's open 24 hours, hours a day, seven days a week. You're going to access to clients all around the world. So let's talk about the next one. So 756 million users so those are personal profiles. Can I just have
2: really 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 quick? Sure sure sure, go ahead. Really quick. I cannot tell you how many people will still say to me that my prospects are in here. If they looked for a job in the last 7 to 10 years, they have a profile. They may not be completely active, but you can find them here and you can find shared connections and you can really map out social proximity cuz even mm-hmm. if they're not actively using it they have a profile and they're probably connecting with their network.
0: Okay. Number two. Yep. And so number two. So we're talking, we took 756 million personal profiles. Those are people's profiles. Let's well, talk about companies. There's over 57 million companies that are listed on LinkedIn. They have a LinkedIn page. And so why is that important?
2: Yeah, well, you know, the the interesting thing, when I started in sales, we never started with finding the lead. We started with finding the company, making a list of the right companies that we want to go after. Almost every company is, I mean, with 57 million companies, they're almost all here. And and if they have 10 or more employees, they're here because the employees forced it, right, by adding that. Um, So, here, here's the interesting thing, and this is sort of a new-ish feature on LinkedIn, is you can actually cert those 57 million companies by industry, by company size, and by first-degree connection. So you can see what companies you already have a connection in. So not only is that huge number of 57 million important, but leveraging the filters and that 57 million to find your ideal prospects is now in the free LinkedIn is better than it's ever been before.
0: And and that I was going to bring that up. You know, LinkedIn, when you know we all started teaching LinkedIn, they had a lot of stuff that was available in the free version, and then they stole it, slowly pulled it away. Um, and and now they're starting to add back. Like geography now, you can search even to your little small town. I remember when I when I just a few years ago, if you didn't have the paid version of LinkedIn and you live between 100 miles north of New York City, all the way down through New York City, Long Island, um, Western Connecticut, Northern New Jersey, you were considered in the greater New York City area. Now you can search by small towns, so that's good. But then we found recently in the company search filter on the free version of LinkedIn, you can look not only by industry, by, drumroll please, company size, company size, and so that really helps it in, in finding those companies you're looking for and targeting them without having Sales Navigator, without having to pay that if that's not something you're ready to do yet. But LinkedIn, you know, companies on LinkedIn, huge, and they're using it for all types of reasons, mm-hmm. but you can use it for the reason, you can use their presence on LinkedIn for the reason that you want.
2: I love that. Um, and and make sure that your company page is up to snuff. So when they're looking you up, it it- I- Matches your branding. Bob, did you want to add anything to that before we go to number three?
1: You stole my point. Pardon well, you, <laughs> can, you can
2: elaborate on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, you know, just make sure that everything is 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 as updated as uh, as it can be on the LinkedIn uh, page or company page or whatever you want to call it essentially. I mean, because just like a personal profile should be reflective of you and you know, what's up to date about you, the LinkedIn company page should be the same except for the company.
2: And as a salesperson, being connected to that is your brand. So if you're connected to it and it's not good, and you have a marketing department, go talk to them. Number three.
0: Number three. So we've talked about individuals. We talked about companies. Now let's kind of um, hone in a little bit. Let's talk about senior senior level influencers and decision makers. 61 million senior level influencers and 65 million decision makers on LinkedIn. And so this goes to Bryn's earlier point when you say, well, you know, My, my so-and-so, my ideal clients not on, on LinkedIn, they're there. And even the senior level folks are there. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, they have a profile, but they might not be active. So Bryn, what would you say to that?
2: Um, Well, so there's, I mean, we kind of covered that a little bit in the beginning, right? If they are there, they are, you can find them, you can map them out, you can identify who you know that can help you get there. Being active on LinkedIn is not as important as you might think when you're prospecting. The key is that they're there and they've built a network. They're accepting connection requests, even if they're not posting. Of course, if they're posting, there's opportunities for us to engage. But from a sales perspective, this is really important because we can see who they are, how long they've been at that company, who our shared connections are and who all the influencers are inside of that organization. So buyer mapping is a really important tool for salespeople and LinkedIn allows us to do that better than any other tool out there.
0: And I'll add to that, there are a lot of people that are lurkers on LinkedIn, even people that are senior level influencers and senior, senior level decision makers. They're looking, they may not be active, their page not, might not show a lot of activity in terms of posts and, uh, and, and engagement, but when you send them a message or send them a connection request, when you ask them or tag them, they're getting a notification about that. They're getting an email that says that to them. And so it's so important that you're reaching out with the right intentions, with the right motives, that you're not giving false flattery, that you're not saying, love what you're doing there with social sales link. And if they, if they quizzed you about what social sales link did, you'd be like, uh, uh, um, uh. I love it when people tell me just the other day, uh, somebody asked me, told me that they, they wanted to connect with me because I was in marketing. said, what, what about my profile made you th- think I was in marketing? They didn't look at my profile. They did a search under marketing and I came up. So, so it's very important with senior level influencers and decision makers that you understand that even though they may not show activity, they are still probably seeing some content. And like Bryn said, the most important thing is they have a network that's on LinkedIn and we can leverage that. Bob.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's the power of the network that really comes in here more than anything else because, you know, they may never be on linkedin i highly 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 doubt that but you know let's just say you come across the one unicorn that isn't they still know people who are on linkedin because of that you can reach out to the people they know and and ask those people for for an introduction or ask or, well, or to ask clarify they have
2: them. to be on linkedin in order yes, to right, right
1: right right yeah, exactly. may not be active right right,
2: right yeah right Right. right. right,
1: yeah. right yeah. yeah
2: so yeah just just clarifying that because
1: yeah yeah, yeah no, so, no, no no that's great i appreciate that so um Yeah, so, you know, activity doesn't necessarily mean
0: disconnection.
2: From the lurker standpoint, that's exactly Exactly. right. I love that. That, that That's a good way to recap that.
0: So next is, um, as we continue down these these statistics, the next one is that 80% of B2B leads are coming from LinkedIn. Did you get that number? 80%. So that's not 20%. That's 80%. Percent, 20% away from a hundred percent. So eight out of 10 leads for companies are coming from LinkedIn. I think I've got the point across. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and so are, are you are leveraging this opportunity because your competition is right? That's the big thing, right? And how do we get leads? There's lots of different ways to get leads. We love client referrals, networking referrals, permission to name drop. But there are so many opportunities to start conversations from content. Right. And we believe that if you slow down your outreach, meaning, you know, you pace it, you're not in there going cold calling, lead, 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 something's going to stick, but you engage authentically. You take your time to start conversations. There's the short game, which are the referrals and there's the long game. And it's not always too long, but it's about being a resource, showing up consistently, being authentic, becoming a trusted advisor. The sale will come when the time is right.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Bryn said the word, you know, authentic yeah. and and that that idea of slowing down. So many people in sales want the shortcut. They They want the easy button. And so they fall into traps like sending massive amount of connection requests out. Uh, with with automation, which violates LinkedIn's terms of use. Uh, and what we saw recently, probably, I guess it was right around the fall, September, October, that LinkedIn suddenly ratcheted back the amount of connection requests you could send out to 100 per week. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't a static 100. It was basically a formula that only LinkedIn knew that was based on the amount of outstanding connection requests you had, what you were sending. Right, right. And, and LinkedIn's continuing to change that and tweak that because, They understand that people are getting sick and tired of getting spam messages and getting connect and pitch messages. And so they're they're being um, attuned to that and they're listening. And so so it's so important that when you're reaching out and you're using LinkedIn for business development, that you're reaching out authentically, that when you're connecting with a prospect, Mm -hmm. you're finding Mm -hmm. context and, and selling to them is not a context but finding a real reason to connect with them. And if you can't connect with them, then follow them and and, and engage on content. It's so very, very important. I guarantee that if you do that, if you slow that down, you'll end up having more sales conversations with maybe 10 connection requests in a month than if you were to send out the 400 or so that you're allowed a month that are just spam, throwing so much mud against the wall to see how much sticks because what we don't know is out of those 400 that you send how many people you turn off absolutely
1: buying. and then the other thing that i think if you're more traditional sales oriented when it comes to your mindset um those 10 connections are 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 more qualified rather than just mm-hmm. sending out and mass things too because you're having conversations with them so it means that there's already a level of interest there whereas if you're sending out you know these spam like things to 400 people you know just like cold calling you have you have no idea if they're truly qualified so so also going with the qualified angle slowing down the outreach speed up the uh, the outcome is very important as
0: well
2: yeah the connect but, and pitch is dead or I wish it were
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I
0: wish it were. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the last one.
0: Yeah, so this, uh, this blew me away when I read it. I was like, wow. Like, when we think of LinkedIn, when you talk to most people, they say, oh, Link, you know, that aren't in sales and aren't in business development. That, oh, LinkedIn, that's where you go to get a job. Like, like, that's, that's where, that's how I got my job, they'll say, and, and that's how, why they created a profile. And that's why they're on, they'll say, or, hey, do you use LinkedIn? Oh, I haven't been on that since I got my job. But this LinkedIn has 15 times more content impressions than job postings. Great. And so, so let's break that down. Well, what do we mean, Bryn, by content impressions?
2: Well, so if you put out content, you can see how many people have viewed it or how many you know, watched it if it's a video, those are impressions. Um, the interesting thing, right? So if you think that LinkedIn is just a job tool, this proves that is incorrect, right? This is not just for recruiting, it's not just for finding a job, it's for thought leadership, it's for branding, It's for attracting through content. So if you put out a piece of content, and this could go in a couple of ways, but the way I interpret this, and maybe we should look further into it. If I put out a piece of content, 15 more, 15 times more people will see it than if I put out a job posting.
0: That's amazing. And well, it's because Bryn posts content that's useful for her, for her audience, You know, when you think about a job posting, that's kind of really like um, really social media marketing at its at its base. Right. They throw that posting out there and they hope that people find it and they may do some some advertising and things like that. But when we're creating content, what we have to think about is what is the audience that's going to consume this content? And we have to write our content from that, from their point of view, to speak to what they want to hear, not what we want to say. If if I was to create all my content on what I want to talk about, it would be all about anti-automation on LinkedIn. Guess what? My clients, they don't care about that. That's not a big deal. That's not one of their three big problems that they have that that they need to solve. Their three big problems are prospecting, revenue, and prospecting, and revenue, and prospecting, and revenue. Right, so that's what where I need to to create content. Yeah. and so right. thinking about this from your point of view as a salesperson, you're gonna get fifteen more content impressions than your company's gonna get when they put a job out there. So who's coming to that content? That's kind of where where I would want to want to take that right, moment. yeah,
1: and then it comes down to so so for me, I always use the old radio station analogy, radio stations, remember those? I do. so um you know, you have you know country stations, you have rock stations, you have uh, classical stations. Each one of those actually is designed for a specific demographic.
2: Mm -hmm. If
1: you program a radio station with only the songs that you want to hear, you're going to have exactly one listener and that's you so you need to know what these different different demographics want to listen to to appeal to them so you can sell advertisers stuff like that it's the same type of thinking with your content on linkedin so you need to know who you're trying to attract before you put out the content if you're just kind of you know like like was said before just scattershot with it it ain't going to work because because you're going to attract too many people who you don't want to have conversations with. Not that they're bad people. You just don't want to have sales conversations with them. And this, again, comes into the qualification part as well, because you know that you have more potential to have qualified people, the people who you want to talk to reading your content, as opposed to people
0: who are just coming in because they find your stuff interesting.
2: Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. and, and- Yep. Well, and what, and then what I want to say is is maybe as you're listening to this, you're thinking, yeah, but I don't know what to post, and I don't go back in our archives. We've got some great content on, um, you know, creating LinkedIn content for non-writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a how to curate content. There's a lot of content and and podcasts that we've done in the past that'll give you some really great information and if you go to socialsaleslink.com slash library you can sign up and become a free member of our community and have full access to all of our past master classes and past content that will help you in creating some content.
2: Yeah awesome well guys awesome. another fun week
0: yeah and so if you want to know in in the in the show notes and what we'll do is we can maybe drop this in the comments for the LinkedIn live right now. We got this from the OmniCore agency and every year they put out Great statistics on LinkedIn usage. They get it right from LinkedIn, but they do a really good job of kind of putting it all together. And uh, it's a it's a statistic uh, post that I look at every single year to get my my LinkedIn stats. So we'll go ahead and throw that in the um, in the comments for those watching live, and for those of you that are catching us on replay on the on our podcast, we'll go ahead and put that in the show notes. So there you Here's go. Anthony, you'll love this stuff. Yes, you definitely, definitely will. Um, even though just a couple of weeks ago, I did a post and it started out with 86.3% of all statistics are made up. Exactly. Ba-dum-dum. So, um <laughs> there you go. Five LinkedIn statistics that those in sales need to know. We hope that you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Making Sales Social Live. Bye-bye, everyone.
1: Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.